Yo, 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 welcome back to everyone's favorite show, Gamervation. For the people that do not know, Gamervation is a mashup between gaming and motivation. We'll start with some gaming news, etc., then end with some motivation for you. So please follow me on all social media platforms, all of them Gamervation, except my Instagram, which is Gamervation underscore. Don't know who took Gamervation, thought I was pretty clever with that, but it'd be like that sometimes. For this show, we'll be talking about the new games releasing in April. Then we'll be going to Octopath Traveler and Wulong First Impressions since I got to play those games over the past week. Sony may lose Call of Duty? Question mark. I finished the book The One Thing, what we'll be rounding out with, and let's get right into it. Before I start talking about the new games that release in April, I just want to say RIP to Lance Riddick. For the people that do not know who Lance Riddick is, he... He was in all three to John Wicks as well, other than being a voice actor for the main villain in Horizon Zero Dawn. He was the concierge person at the front of the hotel in John Wick. If you go back and watch the movies, it's the tall black guy. I'm like, oh, him. From the stories that are coming out, he was just a great human being. So RIP to him. RIP to him for sure. So first things first, let's get into these games that are dropping. So in the month of April, there's some heavy hitters coming out. So I'm going to start with some of the highlights. First things first, Minecraft Legends is dropping. Following the success of Minecraft Dungeons in 2020, Microsoft and Mahjong will release another Minecraft spinoff in 2023 called Minecraft Legends. This latest spinoff is an action strategy game that seeks to combine reasonable, deep RTS real-time strategy mechanics with the brand of family-friendly approachability. And that will be dropping on April 18th on all platforms. New gen, old gen, all that. Next up, we have a game that no one thought was coming out was Dead Island 2. Following an eight year development journey across three different studios, Dead Island 2 will finally see the light of day in 2023. It may be hard to believe, but given the amount of gameplay shown toward the end of 2022, it appears Dead Island 2 will actually be released in April 20 on April 28th. Based on those videos, Dead Island 2 will give you countless and a whole bunch of adverts and stuff for that. We're going to keep it friendly, friendly, family friendly. But Dead Island 2 is definitely a rated M type game. If you're into the type of that gory type game, that's all for you. It's supposed to be dropping on April 21st for all consoles except the Switch, sadly. So Switch gamers, I'm sorry. I low-key feel like Dead Island 2 will go crazy on the Switch, but I'm not the developer. Um... For a little backstory, Dead Island 1 came back in 2016 and it kind of really caught on. Like people love Dead Island in general. And sometimes games just get caught in that developmental cycle of it's not finished, etc. So Dead Island 2 is finally dropping what this 2023. What, like seven years later? So go pick it up if you're really interested in that. Hopefully it's fully done um sometimes what happens these games some things are kind of left out because it went from studio to studio and a lot of ideas kind of change hands so some things come out half-baked but we're gonna hope and pray this comes out as a great game next up a game that didn't get stuck in that elemental cycle star wars jedi survivor it is the sequel to response entertainment jedi fallen order set five years later the game continues the story of the more mature and rugged cal kestis who survived who remains on the run as the empire's most wanted fugitive 
expectation are high for Survivor at its predecessor is the second best selling Star Wars game of all time in the US and number two on IGN's list of best souls like games. So that'll be dropping April 28th for all next gen consoles. I want to say I'm really hoping Jedi Survivor does good because it's one of those games where I think it kept well the first one at least kept microtransactions to a minimum and they have really really been moving away from single player games that are online at all times like a good cohesive single player story is what I've been missing a lot in gaming and hopefully this proves to a lot of developmental companies and gaming companies that single player games do still sell and people still do want them so next up since we hit the highlights i'll quickly go over some games that will be dropping in april and yeah first up we have atari mania which will be dropping on ps4 and ps5 on april 4th hey for them people that love the atari this seemed like a good thing for you especially if your son daughter or you has a ps4 or a ps5 for you to play it on um i know me personally my mom likes the atari so she might hit me up like hey and she has my ps4 at the crib too she might hit me up like hey i'm gonna need you to come come hook me up real quick so be careful for that call for the people that know they mom with some gamers also on april 4th we have grim grimoire once more dropping on ps5 ps4 and switch we have meet your maker dropping on all platforms except the switch on the fourth as well we have movie house the film studio tycoon dropping on pc on april 5th we have curse of the sea rats dropping on all consoles on the 6th there's another big hitter that i seem to have missed ea sports pga tour 2023 if you know someone that's a golfer or you're a golfer keep an eye out for it it'll be dropping on april 7th on next gen consoles and pc only we have process elimination actually dropping strictly on last gen count consoles on ps4 and switch on april 11th and if i did not say when pga tour is dropping april 7th sorry if i missed that we have tron identity dropping on switch and pc on april 11th we have ghostwire tokyo i know that was a game i think it was at i don't remember it was at some game event they were showing a lot of gameplay of and i'll be dropping as an xbox next gen exclusive on april 12th we have Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection coming on Switch, PC, and PS4 on the 14th. I personally have to pick that up because there's a Mega Man game from back in the day. I think I had to be like in middle school maybe that I just never got to finish. So might have to do it. Coffee Talk Episode 2, Hibiscus and Butterfly will be dropping on all consoles on April 20th. Grieventory will be dropping on PC April 20th. Stray Blade will be dropping on all next line, next gen consoles on the 20th as well we have advanced wars one plus two reboot camp dropping on switch on the switch on april 21st and let's see what else we got here omega strikers will be dropping on pc switch and mobile on april 27th and the last case of Benedict fox will be dropping on xbox series x which is the next gen xbox and pc on april 27th so in april it looks like a good good month for gaming jedi survivor dead island that mega man collection hey it has a little something for everybody but next up when we get back we will be talking about my first impression my first impressions of octopath traveler and wulong and is sony going to lose call of duty i guess you have to come back to see <clears throat> um insert commercial here just imagine the words I can be saying, my beautiful voice right here. 
with this time in between. All right, cool. Back to the podcast. All right, cool. Welcome back. So I have mentioned Octopath Traveler 2 multiple times on the show, and this is a chance to talk about it again. I've been super busy lately, so I haven't been gaming like I want to. So I got to sit down for an hour or two and actually get to play some Octopath Traveler 2 and really analyze how I'm feeling. So for the people that do not know, um, Octopath Traveler 2 is a JRPG where you have, yes, 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 eight, eight different characters each with their own unique stories and their own conclusions that kind of intertwine with each other. And you run around with a party of four, with each with their own unique abilities and skills. So you kind of get to form your perfect party. And each character has their own little prologue, etc. So, so far I've completed the samurai and I'm finishing the merchant. Yes, it's a very diverse cast. I believe there's like a wild child that like controls animals. There's like a priest. So it's a lot of random things, but they all box. So I'm not mad at that. So for me, it's the art style and the intricate story of it. Everybody should pick up Octopath Traveler 1 or 2. If you're into RPGs and you kind of like that different type of art style, make sure you look it up first because it's not for everybody. It's more of like only way I can say it's sprites. If you know what sprites are, you know what they are. If you don't, you're going to be very confused. So just look up some gameplay and see if you like it. And last but not least, the voice acting in this is phenomenal. They really be putting their heart and soul into them boxes of what they be saying. So it really brings the game to life. So go check out Octopath Traveler 2 if you get a chance. And next up, I'm not going to lie. I really enjoy playing Wulong for a few hours today. Wulong is, yes, yes, another Souls-like game for the people that do not know what souls like mean it is a game inspired by the very popular demon souls that came out in the early 2000s i believe so yeah but wulong kind of takes a different twist it's more like sekiro another souls like that kind of twisted the genre around because one thing that was so different was the kind of clunky controls not a lot of movement kind of had to be a little more intricate with your roles frame perfect all that this is a little different with wulong you can jump climb parry dodge etc and before i get into all of that though i want to talk about the character customization because i was actually pleasantly surprised it's very deep you can change your character's chest size biceps they have like super cool face paints you can put bangs on your character. You can put highlights. You can highlight your tips. They have a whole bunch of different hairstyles. The black people actually kind of look black. I was like, wow. I'm pleasantly surprised because a lot of things with souls like game when the character itself doesn't really matter as much. They don't really have very deep customization. The only souls like game that I've really finished is Bloodborne. So and you if you play Bloodborne before and you, you probably can't remember what your character looked like because the customization just really did not matter at all. But that's why I really like they did. And this type of game is seeing increased popularity, especially with Elden Ring had one game of the year last year, I believe. And Elden Ring is made by the people that made like Souls and all the other stuff and Demon Souls, all that other good stuff. So this is a new spin on it. I really like kind of how grand it is. It's... It feels like I'm in there really boxing, if it makes sense. So like with the first boss, the introductory boss, which I spent two hours on. Look, I never said I was good at video games. I just said I like playing them. 
just playing against him where he's actually blocking having to dodge my attacks i'm having to parry at the right time etc pairing is so satisfying this game it just seems like the possibilities of fighting are a lot endless well not endless but you get what i mean it's just a lot of different ways and they have magic which kind of threw me off so they have like rock attacks and you can use like water and etc so i did i definitely didn't see that coming and it's just, it's the same kind of formula when it comes to those soulsborne type games but it's a spin on it so i say you give it a try i'm gonna play it a little bit more before i put like my whole heart behind it like you should definitely try this out just because i did have a lot of frame drop issues and i had to cap mine at 30 frames to kind of make it run correctly that might be a glitch my pc might just suck we don't know and yeah and i'm just going through my show notes yeah boss battle is a little different because enemies yeah enemies actually play defense etc and you have kind of like a posture meter which is just like in sekiro where you have to break their posture to hit like a devastating blow etc either way even though i was struggling for like two hours i really enjoyed myself and also i gave this game the the nickname of the jumping simulator because it seems like from what i'm seeing you always have a homie with you as an npc at all times and that boss we was jumping buddy for sure there are no one-on-ones so that was a great time if you have a chance to pick up wulong i say just give it a try but is i have something special for our people that are on xbox and have xbox game pass and if you have it on pc wulong is actually included if you have xbox game pass at least on the pc side i can't speak for xbox itself but I was playing surprised when I opened up and I didn't have to pay for anything and I always like something that's free. So I'm not going to say no to that. All right, cool. And those are kind of my first impressions of Wulong. I will be dropping a review, etc. on my YouTube channel, of course. So make sure you look that up. All right, team, let's quickly go over this really great story that Sony may lose Call of Duty. And that's because Microsoft, if you haven't known, has been buying up all these, all these different gaming studios, etc. Because, well, they're trying to, of course, create an empire. But also, one of the big things is what I was thinking about. Since Microsoft is acquiring Blizzard and kind of all these studios, they might just be trying to push Sony out. Because if you don't know, ever since really PlayStation One microsoft has lost the battle when it comes to sales always i think ps2 is still the highest the highest selling game console of all time so one of the one of the biggest things is that microsoft is really staying afloat with their console gaming because they have so much money just on the pc side of how many pcs they make because they got microsoft word etc all that other good stuff so really what needs to be looked at now is will they take call of duty from sony and just be like hey um you can ask yourself if this will kind of push you toward that direction me i'm sony all day even though i play on pc most of the time anyway would call of duty only be on microsoft really make that many people go over there like would it really be worth it me personally i stopped playing call of duty a while ago and the new one it was cool i'll load up every once in a while i didn't really enjoy it that much but a lot of people do so just keep that in mind. Do you really think they'll take away and just make it just an Xbox exclusive? But only time will tell.
Next up, I'll be talking about the one thing and kind of my review of it. And oh, look what I found. A very convenient spot between sections. All right, cool. Back to the podcast. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to everyone's favorite section of the Game Revation podcast, the motivation section. I mentioned before I finished the book called The One Thing. I really think you should pick it up if you have a chance. And I think I got it free on Kindle Unlimited. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure that's where I got it from. And it got a little repetitive for me at the end because it is a decently long book. I think it's like 100 plus pages, but I think it was trying to hammer home the point. So definitely give it a look. So kind of the core ideas of it. If you're trying to do two things at once, you end up doing neither or I like how they phrase it in here. This quote was multitasking is nothing more than an opportunity to screw up more than one thing at a time. If you do not know, humans cannot physically multitask. All we do is kind of hop from one thing to the next. So keep that in mind next time you're trying to get anything done. And one, 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 if you don't remember anything else from this podcast, one thing this really taught me was when you have multiple competing ideas, rank them in an order of kind of priority and just knock them out instead of trying to do two at a time and doing things twice as slow focus on one thing and kind of just get it done this has made my work a lot easier because oftentimes i have to make multiple different powerpoints multiple different demands on my time it made my life a whole lot easier that i just blocked out these two three hours and i'm just going to knock everything out one by one and you can really do some extraordinary things when you focus on just one thing. So basically the the whole premise of it, um, I really like how they framed going for success. The model basically was to get a great answer, you have to ask a great question. But when you ask that question, you want to be big, but specific. The more specific you are, the less room for error. But once you get a great question that requires a great answer so research and model um, on people that's kind of already doing what you're doing or if you want to live a unique life you don't have to do some unique things so just keeping that in the back of your mind and one of those biggest things uh i say the book got a little repetitive but this story on sam walmart helped a lot because before walmart was really even a big thing he basically set up his estate that an inheritance is basically tax-free so they save like i think it was something wild like 13 billions of dollars from taxes by just sam walmart's basically thinking beforehand because he just knew that he believed in his dream so much that i he just knew this was going to be it this was going to be the biggest thing everywhere and what do you see everywhere walmart's so it really comes down to Thinking big and dreaming big because the only people that are crazy enough to change the world are the people that are crazy enough to believe that they can. So I believe everyone should find their one thing. And I will leave you with the modeling question that kind of they repeated throughout the book that really helped me a lot. And I do this a lot in just different areas of my life. Just thinking to yourself, what is one thing you can do that makes everything either easier or unnecessary? So what's one thing you can do today that will make everything easier or unnecessary? And this wasn't just kind of in your job life. We were talking about um, in your marriage, at school, 
this question can really be applied to everything you do in life. So make sure you keep that in the back of your mind. What is one thing that I can do to that will make everything else either easier or unnecessary? Hope y'all enjoyed this show. Y'all have a great day.